0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
1: The Suns put an end to the Knicks streak. The 49ers think five QBs could be the one. Plus, what surprises are lurking on day one of the NFL draft? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching
0: Searching all major major sports. sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Start spreading the news. The Knicks nine game win streak comes to an end at the hands of the Phoenix Suns at 118-110. Joining me now from Locked On Suns, Brendan Clean. And Brendan, this Suns team actually has a better record against above 500 teams so far this season. They have been so competitive basically every game you watch them p- play they're well coached they're disciplined maybe I'm answering my own question here but how are they able to do this night in and night out against even the good teams
0: no you're completely right I, mean, I think the thing to me that's really started to dawn on me over the course of this season is uh, first of all they're getting it from you know really roster spots like one through 11 um, and so the depth helps right like we saw tonight against the Knicks, they're without Jay Crowder, who's a starting forward. They're without Dario Saric, their backup center. A lot of pieces, but you know they have pluggable holes there. So that that helps. But it's mostly, to me, the, the thing that I said has been daunting is they're doing this over the course of a season that most teams are struggling to develop that chemistry during. And that's what's most impressive to me, is you're seeing them gel as a unit. And I think that, that this NBA season is supposed to be the one where that's not possible. So... That's what's really started to jump out at me is it's not, you know, a huge Devin Booker night every single game, and yet they're getting it done.
1: So I think the question that is going to dog this team, at least until we see it, is, okay, how does that translate? How does that translate to the postseason? And and frankly, I think Phoenix has some pretty good answers because of the star power that they have. But what is your perspective on it? I think
0: there's one type of team that's going to pose a real challenge. And obviously the star power of a, of a LA, the Lakers, or... Uh, you know, the, the Sixers will will do its own thing as well. But the only type of team that really scares me if I'm thinking about the Suns in the postseason is what exactly Brook- Brooklyn just did to them on Sunday, which is switch, make the, the Suns beat you one-on-one and, you know, force someone besides Devin Booker to be the guy to do that, right? Chris Paul isn't really ever been that type of player to just really, you know, score 50, in a big game like that and he's certainly not in his mid 30s and they don't really have anyone else who really even could be that type of player so when when they get into that situation the Clippers are another team that's done that to them that worries me other than that I don't really feel like uh there's there's much of a reason to doubt them in just about any playoff matchup and that's remarkable to say there's not a lot of teams you can say match up with so many different styles of basketball
1: Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, the 49ers think five QBs could all be the one. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, especially right now when you don't want to go into the store and even if you do go into the store, you have to deal with someone behind the counter who is going to have to go look up the parts in their warehouse on their computer. You have a computer, you have a smartphone, you have the internet. You can go to rockauto.com and do it yourself. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got a unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer and best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same part go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you
0: now here's what you need to be locked on today
1: the 17 win Minnesota Timberwolves shocked The Utah Jazz on Monday night.
2: The Utah Jazz seemed to be in control for the one seed in the West until they had to face the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, that is true. This is David Locke of Locked on Jazz. The Jazz have dropped back-to-back games to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and their lead in the Western Conference is down to a game. And in both games, it was the second and third quarter that cost the Jazz. In this matchup, the Jazz led by 18 in the first quarter. And in an absolute replica of Saturday's game, the Jazz went ice cold shooting. Minnesota outplayed them, outscored them by over 25 points in the second and third quarter, while the Jazz shot two of 25 from three. The Jazz battled back late as Mike Conley hit a three to give them a lead. But then D'Angelo Russell slipped behind Rudy Gobert for the game-winning layup before former Jazz man Ricky Rubio stripped it away from Mike Conley. The Jazz with back-to-back losses to the Minnesota Timberwolves that very well may cost them the number one seed in the NBA playoffs.
1: A team that wants to lose beats a team that has to win. Yep, this is why they have palaces built in the desert. The Pelicans are still clinging to hope that they can make the play-in games. Beating the Clippers is a good step, but they've still got plenty of work
3: to do. For the second time this season, the Pelicans blow out the Clippers in New Orleans. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. The Pelicans win 123-103 over the Clippers, and it gives them a little bit of life in the chase for the 10th spot. But can they get into the play-in tournament, actually? The Pelicans are 11 and 11 against the top 10 teams in the NBA this season, but just 16 and 23 against the rest of the league. At some point, you just need to find ways to win games and the Pelicans haven't proven that this season. But still, there's a heartbeat for this team over the final 11 games. And shout out to Eric Bledsoe, finally showing up to play for this team, which feels like the first time all season long. Amazing what a team can do when they get quality minutes from both starting guards. Where's that been all season long? Might have helped the Pelicans with that 16-23 stat I mentioned earlier. And to wrap up, Zion is awesome. Check out Locked On Pelicans for more.
1: The 2020 NFL Draft left the future of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay in question. On Monday, as we head into the 2021 NFL Draft, Packers GM Brian Gutekunst said Monday that Aaron is the plan.
3: Aaron's our guy. Um, he's going to be our quarterback for the foreseeable future. We're excited about, you know, kind of the things we're going to try to accomplish here over the next couple of years. So we're going to have to do probably a few things with different contracts as we, as we head towards the season and through the season to make sure that our salary cap situation not only this year, uh, but in 2022 um, is square.
1: The Houston Astros haven't had the start to 2021 that everyone expected. They're currently fourth in the AL West. You just hate to see it. Monday night, they got Jose Altuve back. Altuve, the 2017 AL MVP, was among five Astros who were placed on the COVID-19 list on April 14th.
3: This is Eric Heisman with the Locked On Astros podcast. And guess what, Astros fans? Jose Altuve returned to the lineup, and he went three for five with two RBIs. He had a stone base. Yes, he got thrown out at uh, third base, trying to do a stone base attempt. But it was great to see him back in the lineup. The offense came alive for uh, 14 hits unfortunately they only scored five runs but it was enough because the mariners only scored two runs and the mariners looked like a team that was not really they should not be in first place so the astros will play uh three more games versus mariners
1: That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this week on betonline.ag. The Milwaukee Bucks might not be able to catch the Brooklyn Nets, but they also don't want to be caught by the New York Knicks. The Bucks play in Charlotte tonight, and the betonline.ag line for this game is Milwaukee giving 9. The NFL Draft kicks off this week, and betonline.ag has all your prop bets. The over-under for QBs taken in the first round is 5.5. To check out the full list, head to BetOnline.ag where you can bet the NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL futures. You name it, they have it. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
1: With the number three pick, the San Francisco 49ers are just messing with us at this point. Joining me now to try and figure out What the heck is going on in the Bay Area? Brian Peacock from Locked On 49ers and, of course, the Peacock and Williamson Show. Brian, the words are going to be parsed ad nauseum between now and when the 49ers actually make the third selection on Thursday night. What, if anything, can we take away
4: from what Kyle Shanahan said yesterday to reporters? The big thing I took away from it was this is going to be insane first of all (laughs) he's just trying to as hard as he can to piss off 49ers fans because everyone already hates mac jones and poor mac jones because he was thrust into this spot he shouldn't even be in consideration for the third pick in my opinion and unfortunately now he's put into this position and people are taking sides because there's been this month-long debate about who the pick should be for the 49ers and i think All you need to know about why you don't make a move exactly like this when you do it and have a veteran quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo already in tow is because it creates so much media frenzy. And Kyle Shanahan already started to seem like he felt a little annoyed and a little bit on the defensive about who his pick was, even though nobody knows who his pick is quite yet. And it, it I came away, I've never felt that the pick was actually going to be Mac Jones throughout this whole process because it didn't make any sense to me. After hearing Kyle Shanahan talk and how defensive he was about it made me think that maybe actually it is going to be Mac Jones with the third selection on Thursday night. And th- this is not going to stop. It's not going to stop if Mac Jones play well and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't in the preseason, then it's going to continue. If Mac Jones plays poorly, then it's going to continue. So it's almost a no-win situation. It's the reason they say when you have two quarterbacks, you really have none. And I think the 49ers might have miscalculated how just annoying this whole thing is going to be for them to have to go through this process of having a top three quarterback and a veteran quarterback and all of the things that go with it. And essentially – all they have to do is be perfect, right? They have to hit and find a superstar quarterback and pick the right guy, and he has to be better than the other two at pick number three, or else this could all very much go south. So why not wait then? Why did we have this flurry of activity?
1: You know, the 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 third pick gets moved, then the Dolphins make their trade. Why did the 49ers feel
4: the urgency to have to do this now? I don't know what the urgency was. It, it didn't make sense at the time when I saw this Trade was made, especially when I saw the Eagles portion of the trade. That's what really sent off some alarms for me because that tells me that the 49ers weren't willing to trade less and they could have saved a first and a third round pick to go up to six instead of three. What was the reason that they needed to be at three and not six? Since we know exactly how much it would have cost and we know exactly that the Eagles were willing to go from six. To 12. And even if they needed to go up to number three, was a team willing to give up that much? They would have, this would have been the best deal that the Dolphins would have gotten for number three, even if it was on the clock Thursday night. So, what was the need to go up a month early and not have your evaluations finished? I have no idea. It makes zero sense to me. And in a lot of ways, it is one of the most questionable decision making moves that this regime. Has made. I have no idea why there was urgency to do this and give up so much so early when clearly their evaluations weren't even finished yet. This year, the Locked On Podcast
1: Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Coming up, what surprises are lurking on day one of that NFL draft? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they just keep adding flavors. I get a box once a month. Uh, from them with with new flavors marshmallow churro is this new flavor that's on its way unbelievable birthday cake i can't say enough about how delicious they are i was traveling over the weekend some long car rides and read for a built bar and you satisfy that little sweetness craving and you don't feel guilty about it it's not eating gummy bears or you know whatever else It is stuff that is low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber to give you good energy, lasting energy, because of what they put in it. Go to BiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com.
0: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
1: The NFL draft now hours away. We can be counting it in hours. Joining me now from Peacock and Williamson, Matt Williamson, who has been in these meetings, been in these rooms as a former NFL scout. And Matt, as you look at what is going to happen here on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have a lot of uncertainty at the top of the draft, starting with San Francisco at three, Atlanta at four. And the, the surprises are always what define these drafts, at least from a fan's perspective. So, are there are there players that you think could go higher than we're expecting? Teams who could make moves that we're not expecting? Just what do you what do you have your eye on here as we head toward the draft?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait. Honestly, I mean, I, I do think we're going to th- see three quarterbacks, and then I think Atlanta is going to grab Pitts. I don't feel super strong about that, and then I think Cincinnati's going to get Jamar Chase. And Penny Sewell might fall a little bit more than people would have guessed. And I think that if I'm right about that, and I'm not betting my life on it, that those would be the top five picks, I think a couple teams are going to get very, very aggressive to try to go get... Justin Fields or the fifth and sixth or the fourth and fifth quarterbacks and and Denver really comes to mind. I think Washington can be aggressive and I really think New England could be aggressive to move up to get one of those guys.
1: We think the three quarterbacks are going one, two, three. We're we're really sure that it's going to be quarterbacks. We're just not really sure who those guys are going to be. So let's say all of this Mac Jones to San Francisco stuff is just smoke. I'm looking at it going, where does he go then?
5: if he starts to fall eight, nine, 10 in that neighborhood, or even further, I think new England pays, you know, a little bit or a future pick or whatever grabs them and takes the familiarity and says, I know we have cam Newton and a running offense in place, but we've won a lot of games with this style quarterback. And I'm not saying Mac Jones is Tom Brady, but they are the same mold and we're going to roll with it. And Nick Saban gives me the the thumbs up on this guy I wonder if he'd get past Denver, though.
1: The positions that this class is is particularly bereft of talent, it seems like the defensive line is one of those. And then, I don't know about you, but I'm not in love with this edge class. Could we see some teams maybe moving back as they try and pick off some of these positions where the talent is a little more top-heavy?
5: This might be a theme of the draft in general, especially once we get out of the top-five quarterback market, once all that's been settled I think the smart teams, particularly maybe at the end of the first round, are going to move back and look to get picks next year. I mean, uh, I'm really excited about this draft. I think it's a good class. I think there's plenty of positions where there's depth. But this year, more than ever, I think there's just more uncertainty. I think that the fifth, sixth, seventh round are going to be really light. That I think teams are going to say, give me some picks next year, and especially teams that have – job security, one thing that is very abnormal. And again, I'm not predicting it, but it wouldn't shock me if these three running backs, Williams, ATN and Harris go earlier than expected, you know, because I really think there's a massive drop off there. And I think there's maybe five teams that can use them. And I know that goes against every analytic principle. And trust me, I'm more on the analytic side when it comes to drafting running backs, but I think there's three of them that solve team needs. And five teams that could use them.
1: And finally, if you're a Patrick Peterson fan, you're going to need a new jersey this season. The Vikings cornerback is the first player to take advantage of the NFL's relaxed rule on jersey numbers that now permits defensive backs to wear numbers 1 through 49. On his All Things Covered podcast, Peterson said he'll be switching from the number 21 he donned for the past decade with the Arizona Cardinals to number 7, the one he wore during his standout collegiate career at LSU and in high school. Surely the Vikings, who signed him this offseason, are hoping that helps him return to form from those days as well. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Wednesday, on the eve of the NFL Draft, we try to figure out what is smoke and mirrors and what rumors actually have some truth to them. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.